Welcome to Mission Control, Product Design's podcast on everything business, tech, and marketing. Since 2008, Peralta Design has launched hundreds of successful brands. Join Ramon and the PD Flight crew as they use decades of combined experience to tackle current events and interview guests while dropping valuable industry knowledge. At Peralta Design, we launch brands. But for now, let's launch right into this episode. Three, two, one, zero, zero, and liftoff. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Mission Control. This is your host, Ramon Peralta with Peralta Design, and we launch brands. And I'm very excited to have the one and only Jakiva Morgan with us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be back. <laughs> The, the, the fans here are going nuts. I mean, <laughs> so Jakiva is the director of programming for the lab at ConCorp, which is a business incubator and accelerator. So thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I, I told you earlier, I feel yeah. like family now. So definitely, thank you for having me back. Definitely, definitely. I mean, and, and thank you for having me there a few weeks ago. That was a wonderful event oh, you guys put amazing. together. It yeah. was amazing. It was amazing. We're still getting great feedback from your talk awesome. and people just waiting for you to come back. So. Awesome. And I will be back. I love the venue. I love what Carlton. I'm a big fan Thank of Carlton. You. Carlton Highsmith. Shout out to Carlton and what he's built. And I love to see that his image is on the wall next to all the greats, yeah. you know, uh, Harriet Tubman and... Uh, I think uh, Booker T is up there. Yeah, it's a few yeah other people. Madam C.J. Walker, Mad- just C. J. an Walker. inspiration. Yeah, um, so, you know, it's just giving people their flowers and the work that he's putting into the community um, and to have you on board. I mean, it's just uh, an amazing uh, facility and the businesses, you know, Thank the you. tour you gave me there was amazing. Thank you. Yeah, so thanks for being here. But as we uh, as we sit here, Enjoying these this, these caffeinated beverages brought to us by our one and only Maggie. Um, yes. The debate has set in Team Coffee versus Team Tea. And we have a Jamaican, another Jamaican here, Jakiva, <laughs> representing the Jamaican population Absolutely. Uh, that grows up on the ginger tea. So speak <laughs> on it. Yeah, it's just, it's a family staple. And still every day, it's a part of my routine. Yes. So, I mean, my dad is Jamaican. He's from Kingston, Jamaica. Um, he's been here for as long as I've been born. Um, he's in the Bronx right now mm. and in a community that is like a Jamaican community. <laughs> yeah. um, and we've just, we grew up on tea. Coffee yeah. was never a thing. Um, it was kind of like coffee was kind of off limits for the kids. <laughs> um, so I never got used to it. And tea is like my caffeine for the day. And also, it does really great things for the body. Yeah, I think it's healthier. I would say I would say ginger is healthier. You know, um, my mom is one of those people who like super into any kind of like natural remedy. And yeah. for her, yeah, literally, I remember my daughter was sick, and she, she yeah, she literally that's took, the old school way. She took like fresh ginger. And throw it in a pot with water. Throw it in a pot, boiled yeah. it, and then made her like a little, you know what I mean? And she was like, it's... Yeah, my mom is the it, same it, 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 way. My, my mom, that's when we would have tea, if you were sick. Oh. Right, okay. right. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, so my mom would make, she would she would uh, throw the, the whole ginger, you know, root in there. Um, she would peel an, uh, peel an orange or peel an apple. Like, that was another thing she did. Like, it was actually, like, getting the nutrients out of out of these things and and if you drank that whatever you had got got knocked out like you were fine 
You know, that in some Vicks Vapor Or, or yeah. Vaporu, oh, as we call it. <laughs> Listen, That's not, the cure-all for everything. <laughs> I'm not Jamaican, but definitely Team Tea. Yeah. Same thing growing tea. up. Coffee was for adults, right? My dad drank coffee. Caff- caffeinated or non-caffeinated? Decaffeinated tea? Um, I had both. A lot oh. of my favorites were, um, at that time, I didn't know the difference, but my favorites were decaffeinated because I liked all the fruity teas. Like peppermint and ones. I definitely put way too much sugar in it. Um, oh. Any of the, like the orange flavor, yeah. or berry, or strawberry. Whatever, and I would put way too much sugar in there, but I had to have to. So it was like hot Kool Aid, basically. <laughs> essentially, essentially. Yeah. No then, way. Then eventually it got. <laughs> no, how I made it when I was eight was definitely hot Kool Aid. It's <laughs> supposed but, to be team tea. You are not oh, yeah. representing for us no, no, right no, now. Listen, oh, just wait. That's now, how it started. You get kicked started. off team tea, man. You just wait off. until this episode goes live, and then Kool Aid's gonna start putting out ads. For it. Oh my goodness! Now in no, tea packets. Then eventually it was just. Oh like, yeah. Yeah, that's what I, no I remember. Tea, the, or, uh, no Kool-Aid. sugar. If anything, honey. You add some honey to it, yeah. and it makes you feel good, oh, right? Yeah. Like I, I feel like with coffee. Yeah. Now, some people, I don't want to speak for yeah. most people, are kind of looking for that rush of the caffeine. Or the bowl or coffee yeah. is drugs. Tea is medicine. Coffee is drugs. I didn't want to say, but it. there's nothing like <laughs> sitting around with your loved ones sharing drugs. I mean, it's, 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 it's the most bonding experience of, of caffeine. You You drink too much, you get jittery. I've never drank too much tea before. Exactly. So that might be a part of it, too. Like growing up and drinking tea, but also I had a really bad experience with coffee in college, trying to prepare for (laughs) tests in the morning. I drank one large cup of coffee. You must have been jittery. I was jittery. (laughs) I was ready to run the streets of New York and let You're off like, please, energy. Lord, let me come down off this high. I'm calling my mom like, we are about to sue this coffee shop because there's clearly something in here. I cannot Speaking go to of, sleep. that's like Panera. They've been getting like sued. Yeah, they, for their, they, for, they for, have like for, caffeinated lemonade or something. Yeah, they're like jolt, they're charged. They're charged. They're charged. charged. Like, yeah. Granted, they, I, mean, I mean, people with heart conditions probably shouldn't have been drinking right. charged lemonade. To. But, you know, it, but still like ridiculous. I think, um, I, the, like you guys were saying, the medicinal qualities of tea was a thing I wasn't aware of yeah. mm-hmm. until I saw it with my they own They make a eyes. tea like for all these different afflictions that you could have. So we go to, we, we go to this music festival every year, and there's a woman who has, a, she has her vendor booth, and she has literally every ailment you can think of, and right. then what... Not medicinal. her personally, but she has the remedy for it. No, right, exactly. <laughs> like, she has the listing for every ailment, and then like right. what... Her inventory, and she yeah. she gets every ingredient fresh. Yeah. Um. She either grows it or gets it from from a grower, yeah. and everything is like I was blown away by like, oh, is this bothering you? This kind of tea. Right. Is this bothering you? Stomach this ache. Tea. Are you sleepy? Right. Yeah. Are you constipated? Are you you know whatever? Anxiety, depression. Right. I was like blown yeah, away. Cold. Yeah. The whole like gamut of things that could possibly. So be we've wrong we've def- we, we've come to the conclusion that tea is medicinal and coffee's fun. Coffee, I think coffee is is cultural it's definitely too. Definitely addictive though. In that this whole like you know being, yeah it is cultural. You know the woman who took care of me when I was you know three and four years old would literally give me coffee. Yeah. Uh, you know that we that'd be the first thing I show up at her house. My mom drops me off. Hey, get yeah. un, 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 un cafecito. And before you know it, I have this little cup of tea or a cup of coffee with a bunch yeah. of sugar in it. Some crackers to dip it in, yeah. and then before you know it, I'm already building my caffeine it, tolerance. It, it's also You're like child abuse. No, <laughs> yeah. I can't. I'm writing but it's, all of this down. Cultural too <laughs> is like the 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 culture, the necessity of of not having means, right? Of 
there's a there's a bit of ignorance of not not knowing what's nutritional value mm-hmm. or also poverty, right? So if you have a big family, you're not gonna like have this spread of uh, you know eggs and bacon and ham, and you're gonna have like some coffee. And there's a loaf of bread, and grab a piece of bread and dip it in the coffee, and like every Sunday after and church, be on your loaf, way. So that loaf of French bread and the coffee, right. and yeah. that was good. So a lot of everyone. the things that uh, like we might not, um, we might be better off now that our ancestors were, but there are some things that I think come from those traditions, um, right? And the like that coffee with dinner or after dinner, right? And for me, I didn't realize that there was like a too late for coffee for people. Like that was a newsflash to me. Yeah, that's a where thing. Some yeah. people are like, oh, I can't drink coffee after, after four o'clock. Yeah. I never get to sleep. I'm like, my mom has coffee with every meal. Like that was yeah. like how we were, you had the meal and you had the coffee and then you had to know that even you weren't going to hang out with your friends for a while because you yeah. had to finish this coffee and talk to everybody. It's gonna so be did a while Jamaicans to have that, would you have tea socially? Like, yeah, it was like tea, tea in the morning. Is that is that, a, is that maybe come from like because I know like English have tea and crumpets and maybe there's a bit of the absolutely colonial traditions. Maybe. Absolutely, we don't necessarily call it tea time, yeah. but if people come over, yeah. you know, we'll make you some tea. Right. Um, but it definitely became a social thing. But also, what you said about having access to specific yeah. resources, so. Yeah. As simple as having access to ginger mm-hmm. in Jamaica and putting it in a pot of boiling water right. and you have ginger tea. Right. And, um, and it spreads like a lot of people can have some hot water. Absolutely. Know. But um, good stuff. I mean, Kev, you're, what, what's your final verdict? Oh, that's it. Because <laughs> you're drinking coffee. coffee right now. I just want to put it on the record. Oh, yeah. No, I am drinking coffee you're right now. You're on the fence. Yeah. <laughs> tea is my like, I have tea every day. Yeah. There's not a day I don't yeah. drink tea. I can go weeks without having coffee. So you don't Working get the addiction here, nature. The addictive nature of coffee doesn't seem to affect you. You're no, immune to that. I'm like like a one coffee yeah. limit. You know, if I have two, I generally regret it. Um, and it's more for like if I need it for energy. I don't yeah. go, mm, I really need some coffee. Like people drink decaf. I, I'm well, drink I, I there's something where I'm I'm, I'm, I'm like coffee. psychologically uh linked you know because like if i go on any kind of road trip i buy a coffee i'm, mm-hmm. I'm wide awake i don't even need I don't a even coffee need it. you know it's so true i just want it to be in the car with me yeah. I ha- it's just literally i'm <laughs> leaving on a long road trip the yeah. sun hasn't even come up yet i'm stopping at right. duncan and i'm getting my coffee for the road i won't even and drink it's just it like hey little and buddy it's too hot to let's drink. go for a ride together i can't even <laughs> drink it for until we're an hour into the trip right he's just there riding shotgun <laughs> he's just my He's just there. See, tea helps you think more. <laughs> I get up in the morning, I look at all the teas, I'm like, hmm, right. does my stomach hurt today? Right. Do I have a headache? Yeah. Do I have a busy day? Yeah. Let me have some lemongrass yeah, tea, it, some yeah. chamomile. It makes you stop grass. and think more. I'll bring a tea package in here next it's time. Definitely, I <laughs> definitely naturopathic. I, I give you that. I give. I think tea has more powers, right? Coffee has does one thing, but. <laughs> Tea, it seems one like, job, but it does it like, well. It's like tea has all these different, uh, all these different like herbs and and, and Jorge, spices. Remember that time you were sick at PAX? Wasn't that PAX? <laughs> yeah. Were oh, you really he's sick? calling you out. No, what happened, no, it's true. I ran. To I the was store. literally dying. <laughs> what did you get? Coffee? No. No. You got some ginger tea. Yes. This cured this, him right this, off. This man had me ready. I was like dying sick, guys. I'm gonna have to tap out the next day. I'm sad. Like Saturday's no. the big day where all the demos were coming out. I was like, oh, no, you're not going down. Went to the store, <laughs> brewed me up my own custom tea. That's what I'm talking about. I was, I was ready to go. go the next day. All right. It's good to go. All right. We're going to give we're going to give tea the victory because Jakeev is here. And when we come back, we're going to learn all about her story and how she got to be the director of programming 
for the lab at Concord. If you've got an innovation that you want to bring to the world, the first step is making sure you've got a great domain name. Visit shop.spacehost.pro to grab your domain name today and begin your new venture and your new business. Shop.spacehost.pro. Blessings all from life on And we're back, and that was a bit of toast by coffee. Wow, see that tie-in? <laughs> That's a good tie-in. And we're back here with uh, Jakiva Morgan. Welcome back. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Great to be back. Yes, so tell us all about your journey to becoming the director of programming for the lab at Concord. Oh, my goodness. I am young for the record, but I feel like I've lived so many lives. Um, there's been so many um, trajectory changes of my career and just like my personal growth. So where do I start? Um, so we were talking about family and just like upbringing. So I'll start with my parents. Um, my dad is from Kingston, Jamaica, um, and my mom is from South Carolina. So I kind of get the best of both worlds, got that Caribbean background and that South um, gritty, just like hard work. So I come I come from a family of hardworking communities and just and just really um, having great work ethic. So my dad is still a caregiver. My mother was a hospice nurse for a few for for actually a while. Um, and also she was a teacher as well. Um, unfortunately, she had to retire. So early. it is true that Jamaicans have like nine jobs. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. My yeah. dad still has about three <laughs> jobs now, so he he is the jack hard of working. all trades. Hard Very work. hard working. Yes. Um, so I come from that background, just seeing my parents work, um, seeing aunts and uncles just work hard. My bonus dad, my stepfather, mm -hmm. um, he comes from a family of entrepreneurs, and he himself is an entrepreneur, owning his own cleaning business where he has contracts all around Connecticut. Wow. Um, so, you know, starting from a little girl, just watching them um, work hard and really go after that, that, that dream. I don't know if it's so much of the American dream, but just that dream of being comfortable enough to, to rest, yeah. you know? Um, and some of them are still working hard at it. So I think I, I have it honest. Um, so from a little girl, I've always been inquisitive just about New inventions, new opportunities, any opportunity that was brought to me, I took advantage of it. Um, so I'm from Connecticut. I was born in Norwalk, Connecticut. I grew up in Bridgeport. Um, so I went to high school, Central High School. Um, Central I, Magnet? Central Magnet, oh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> Central Magnet. Um, yeah, I, that school, I felt like it went by really fast mm. um, being there. There's just so much going on. Um, but I definitely connected with a lot of great people. So grew up in Bridgeport. Um, I left Central Magnet and went straight to St. John. So um, at the time, Red I was Storm. yeah, yeah. So and Queens. So yeah. at the time, I was really gung ho on being a healthcare professional. You know, I watched my mother be a hospice nurse mm. and literally love what she did. Mm. Like it was in her veins. My dad is a caregiver. I'm like, you know, yeah. that's, that's what I should be doing. Right. That's what I need to do. So 
I applied for the accelerated um, physician assistant program at St. John's, and I got in with full scholarship. Wow. Um, and, that's, and that's no joke. I know those are very, very challenging oh, programs. Oh, it was really challenging. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I prepared enough for it. Yeah. I kind of had my You're basically eye. a doctor. Yeah, you're basically I mean, a doctor. Yeah. Even now, when you go into doctor's offices. Yeah. The PA and is who you see. That's it. The PA yeah. is who you see. Um so I was really excited about the program, but I feel like I've always been purpose driven. Um, and that was one of the things that I was missing when having those conversations with my parents. Like, I don't I don't know if they actually knew how to communicate it to me that that's who they were or even if they know knew that that's who they were. But they were following in their own dreams, whereas I was looking at them and saying, I want to be that. Um, so as I'm at St. John's and going through the program, I'm just not feeling what I'm doing Mm. and something in me is just like pulling me somewhere else so I had to break the news to my mom and my dad because they're tough (laughs) I know they're tough oh my goodness my dad still wants me to be a doctor he's like you know what is it that you do (laughs) it's amazing I find it's so funny to hear that story and I feel like I hear it so much from from that immigrant story oh my goodness they want their children to be you know hit another level so to them it's like well we're nurses we want you to be x or this is where you need to be right right they're pushing you i think about like yeah i feel like you hear that so much that you know that doctor the lawyer the one of those things that's like so but i'm like man i just want to draw comic books for a living it's where i was in my head so when you feel that other calling come how do you how do you share that and hope that it's a cultural conversation because you look at like asians or or indian americans like they, I don't know that they get, I can't speak for them, but it doesn't appear that they give their kids as much leeway. They kind of say, this is what you're going to do. Yeah, and then they, and then they become that. Um, I think part of the American culture is like, Oh, find yourself and do follow your passion. Yeah. Right. And be happy. And, and we put a lot of value on that. And so then, then you have this kind of culture clash that, that can happen. Absolutely. And it's still happening. Like yeah. my dad, my dad is constantly reminding me no. of, of my culture. He already <laughs> calls me a Yankee every chance that I get. <laughs> um, so it's definitely what you said yeah. that, you you know, you're in America. Yeah. I am very, I, I was born here. Yeah. Um, so I'm very Americanized. Right. My dad yeah. is still, he has his roots and right. he has his beliefs. Um, so yeah. it was hard. Yeah. It took a lot of me being honest with myself. Um, and just knowing that I wanted to eventually be in eternal peace within myself and be my authentic self. Um, it wasn't about making everyone around me proud. It was about making me proud mm-hmm. and being able to build a legacy for myself and whatever comes after that. Um, so that that was really tough, being honest with myself. And it wasn't really a formal conversation with my dad. I was just kind of like, uh, hey. Um, I'm back in Connecticut and I'm taking some time off. So um, my mom has always been super supportive. She's American too. So she's Mm -hmm. like, follow your dreams. (laughs) And he's like, what you want to do now? (laughs) That was terrible. (laughs) It was was E for effort. (laughs) Listen, I can't judge. I have to give you that for trying because... I only speak Patois with my dad because with anyone oh, else, he'll he'll accept me. Yeah. Anyone else is like, please. <laughs> so I commend you for that. But yeah, my mom was like, follow your dreams and, yeah. you know, go after what you want. And my dad is like, okay, mm-hmm. so what's the plan? Right. Like, what's next? Um, and if I'm going to be quite honest, when I left St. John's, I didn't really have a plan. I just knew that I, I didn't want to keep 
throwing money down the drain um, and, and going to St. John's is such a great university, mm-hmm. private university, um, great resources, great opportunity. And I just didn't want to take up a spot in that program that it just wasn't for me. Um, so I came back home. I started working for Goodwill Industries. So I was an area manager for Goodwill Industries. I worked at a couple of locations. Um, it was a mixture of retail management, um, but also overseeing their programs for um, workforce development. So working with individuals with um, physical, um, mental disabilities. Because right. I don't think a lot of people know that part about Goodwill is that they that they employ people with special needs. Yes, yeah. yes. It's a huge yeah. part of the organization. Um, so I, I spent a lot of time doing that and building relationships within that field. Um, learning a lot about how to run a business, but also learning a lot about building relationships. So I took off, I want to say about two to three years just working um, and really trying to figure out what it is that I wanted to do. And I recognized that I found joy in just working with people Mm -hmm. and developing people using the skills that I already have to build and, and, you know, professionally develop people and work with people. So Um, I was a manager for almost a decade um, with Goodwill, and I still have some connections of my staff and some of my mentors there that I reach out to today and I'm truly grateful for. So that was a great experience. And after about two to three years, I um, went to Southern University um, and I spoke with a couple of individuals there that I had met along the way through Goodwill. Um, about their public health program. And Southern, um, the OWLS, SCSU? Yes, okay. OWLS, yeah. yeah. So I, I um, graduated with my public health degree from Southern University. Awesome. Um, yeah, and, and hopes to, and I'm, I'm doing it now, to yeah. start working in uh, equity and education and just community development. So I still have a long way to go, um, but... Like I said, my my journey is what matters the most. Right. Like building relationships and those key things that I learned. And that, I, I I don't want to like uh, downplay how tough of a conversation that is. I'm a, as a dad, you know, having a, a child with a full scholarship coming back, saying I'm pulling out and I'm doing something else. Like you, you had to assert yourself. Yeah. Right. It was a moment. It was, that was a turning point. It sure was. It, it was a turning point. And I've I've come to now I, I'm still coming to so many more of those yeah. turning points yeah. um, in my career, kind of like making career decisions on what I want to do next. But I'm grateful for that moment because right. now I have more tools to be able to navigate that a right. little bit better. I can walk confidently and changing my mind yeah. or failing at something and, you know, Absolutely. not really feeling comfortable in some of the things that I'm doing. So I'm grateful for that. Absolutely. And Goodwill is a great brand, right? And you learned a tremendous amount. And how did the, how did you transition into Concorp and just like go over into what that, it's an acronym. So yeah, kind of give us a yeah. little bit of detail there, how you ended up there. So Concorp is the Connecticut Community Outreach Revitalization Program. It's an economic development organization in Hamden. Um, they've been around for five years and just kicking and moving. Um, so how I got into there, it's kind of like, again, this relationship building. So my bonus dad, like I told you, mm-hmm. has a cleaning business. Um, and one of his contracts is with Concorp. 
Okay. So he would be in the office and doing audits on the cleaning of some of his employees and kind of just talking to our CEO, talking to um, Aya, the executive director. Um, and this is when they were like just building up the business incubator. Mm -hmm. And I have to give a big shout out to Aya because from the beginning, she has worn so many hats mm -hmm. in the incubator, uh, whether it be from one-on-one -on -one consults with entrepreneurs and just building that program from the ground up all by herself. So there will be nights where she's in the office talking to my dad and they're kind of bouncing ideas off of each other. Um, my dad is also a program director on top of running his business. But one night she's just like, I think I need an assistant mm -hmm. <laughs> because I'm doing everything by myself. Right. Um, so my dad's like, uh, my, I know somebody. Yeah. <laughs> like my daughter, she is managing right now for Goodwill Industries. And they kind of at that time, they had me in so many different locations. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for them being able to see my abilities. Um, but I was moving to locations to rebuild stores. Um, and it was it was tiring. Yeah. Um, so he you know, him and I would have conversations at night about like what what would be my plans for getting out? Because I, I knew that wasn't going to be it wasn't sustainable, probably. Right. It wasn't sustainable. Um, and I knew there was so much more. Yeah. So he mentioned me to Aya. Um, Aya called me that same night and we had a really long conversation just about the work that they're doing at Concorp. And the work that I'm doing at Goodwill and just kind of talking. We had a real like personal conversation, too, because I is from Barbados. So we talked about family a lot. And just she talked about how Concord really helped her personally develop, but also professionally develop in the same setting. Um, and that resonated with me because, you know, like I said, working with Goodwill and my professional development, I got key pieces from that. But. I wasn't really, I didn't have the space or the capacity to focus on my personal growth. Um, so I was ecstatic hearing about everything that Concord did. I was actually, it was almost like sounding too good to be true. <laughs> you know, a, a black owned organization diving into the field of developing minority businesses and developing real estate. Um, so I, I, I was excited. She invited me down to come and tour the space. She introduced me to the staff and we talked about the position and I, I I'm like, of course I'll take yeah. the position. So I started out as the executive assistant to, um, Aya. And from there I started to stick my nose in some of the programming <laughs> things. And I'm like, Hey, I've, I've managed so many locations in Connecticut for um, Goodwill Industries, like we can, I, I can be a program director. Um, and she she saw that in me and she's like- That's a Jamaican side coming out. <laughs> <laughs> the Jill, the Jill yeah. of all trades. It's like, I gotta be doing something else. Yeah, I can do more. I can yeah, do more. Yeah, I can awesome. do more. Yeah. At what point did, did you uh, meet Carlton? Oh my goodness, when did I meet Carlton? Wow. Is he like the final level, like the master level? Like you meet him, a big boss. I don't think it was set up to where it was like, okay, you're gonna meet this person first, this person first. Um, so oh. my first interview, of course, was with Aya. Mm -hmm. Um, and then my second interview, that was where I was really sweating. 
um, because I had the interview with our CEO, Eric Clemens. Um, And funny enough, Eric is also from Norwalk, where Mm. my family is from, where I was born. Um, And my family is from. So we didn't know during the interview that he also knows like most of my family. Oh, wow. But he's like stone face in the interview. And I'm telling him all about, you know, my accomplishments and things that I've learned. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I don't care about what you've learned. I care about who you are because the mission that we are pushing here requires you to be an authentic individual that wants to be in community. I was like, okay, yeah. well, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I want to know who you are internally. Well, that's great. I mean, so, despite him knowing everyone, it, it's it's a, it's a testament to the integrity of the of oh, the organization man. that that you weren't going to slide in. No, they wanted to make sure you were the real deal. Absolutely, they're like, we can train anyone, yeah. but we can't teach you how to be a great, decent human being. Right, you know, we can't teach you how to care. So, so that, that sits with me forever. I'll always remember that. So I met Carlton later on down the line, probably at a networking event or something. Um, and I was introduced to him and since then he's kind of like taking me under his wing, um, and has been really helping with my growth as well. Awesome. Awesome. So kind of go over some of the, um, some of the services. Cause I mean, I had the tour and it was amazing that you had like a technology company in there with the heart, um, devices and then all, then you had like an esthetician in there so it's like yeah. everything in between um so there's there's this uh, feeling of um sky's the limit you know yeah. there's a lot of optimism um and this community desperately needs it so it's like I, I mean i'm i can't think of a better person to be in this role but tell us more about some of these uh success stories and who how do people kind of get involved. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I first want to kind of like back up a little bit yeah. because I know sometimes people get a little confused about like what Concorp is. So as I mentioned, Concorp right, is because you've got a, Concorp and then you got the lab. And you got the lab. Yeah. Um, so Concorp is the overarching economic development organization. So not only do we have the business incubator and accelerator, but we also have a real estate arm as well. Um, where we are purchasing properties around the Newhallville and Dixwell Avenue area in Hamden and New Haven, rebuilding them and giving opportunity to individuals in that community to own properties and to also have spaces for uh, with affordable rents. Um, as you know, the rent rates are skyrocketing right now. Crazy. So it's it's just been amazing to be able to you know build those connections with individuals and community and give them hope for a better future they don't have to nickel and dime you have people in your community an organization in your community that is looking to help you um and give you give you that 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 step to grow and um i think real estate is a a huge huge point in that so that's part of concorp and then the business incubator and accelerator where i direct the programming for we have a number of things that we do. Um, so in the physical space, we have office spaces, private spaces that we lease out um, to entrepreneurs. Our focus is minority entrepreneurs in the Newhallville and uh, Dixwell Avenue area. And we also have co-working spaces where people can um, rent dedicated desks and also shared desks. Um, and then we also have day passes and we have a couple of people that drop by on like a daily basis and the community entrepreneurs just looking for space to host meetings or just looking for a space to be in a community of like-minded people, network with people. Um, so we offer day passes in our 
um, cafe and lounge area for individuals to come and get work done and kind of just like network with the individuals that are in the space. Um, outside of that, um, we also offer entrepreneurial training programs. So the Launchpad Speaker Series is one of them where um, Ramon so kindly did an amazing Thank segment you. on launching your brand and talked to a range of entrepreneurs from aspiring to established. Um, and that Launchpad Speaker Series was put in place to offer a different perspectives to the entrepreneurs that we serve. So giving them advice on a range of topics from community leaders that look like them. Um, so, so that has been amazing. We even had uh, Kerwin Charles, I don't know if you're familiar, um, the, he, he's one of the first black um, Yale, uh, the dean of Yale School of Business. So he did a segment on economics in the black community, which was incredible. It was educational, it was moving, and he told about his story and how he came to be. Um, so that launch pad setting was set up to to give those one-on-ones and opportunities for entrepreneurs to see that there's hope like you're you're here now but your journey has just started you know and and it might keep restarting um so that's one of them we have financial literacy workshops um and then one of the big entrepreneurial training programs that i'm running right now is in partnership with quinnipiac university so it's our entrepreneurship academy um, so we work with Quinnipiac School of Business, where we offer throughout the it's an eight month program, um, and throughout the program we offer assistance on building business plans. So with that program as well, we have a range of businesses. What a great partnership! Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. It's an amazing partnership. Um, it's incredible to see that like some of the Quinnipiac student mentors that have worked with us, they've also started to open up their own businesses from this program, just from working with the entrepreneurs on a daily basis. So it's incredible to see that we're able to instill growth and development on both ends. Um, so throughout the program, we offer assistance with building business plans. Um, we work with Quinnipiac's um, School of Film students. And they help the entrepreneurs put together commercials for their business that they Very can cool. carry with them. Um, I have to share it with you yeah, guys one day and definitely. invite you to, to the second cohort's graduation. Um, it's incredible. It's incredible because, you know, what we notice with a lot of the entrepreneurs, um, it, you know, we have entrepreneurs that have been operating in their business for years. But uh, one of the key things is that, you know, they're operating in their business, but they know their craft and they're amazing at what they do. They, they know their passion. But when it comes to the back end of things, it takes a lot of um, connecting to the resources that are needed to really like get to the nitty gritty of finances, marketing, yes. branding, connecting yes. with people like you um, to to really like get on that business side of being an entrepreneur. So that's what the program does. We also offer seed money for the business. So they receive a stipend for being in the program. And at the end, which is really fun, um, we have their graduation and they do a pitch competition where we have a panel of judges. Um, Oni was actually one of the judges yeah. for our first cohort graduation. Um, we have a panel of judges and they go around and listen to their, their business pitch and they have an opportunity to win extra seed money for their business in 10 award categories. So it gives them an opportunity to talk about who they are, what they do, um, and earn more money for their business. So right now we're in the process of fundraising for that program to continue on for years to come. Um, this spring and summer we'll start interviews for our third cohort. So 
it's just been amazing to it see is. the, the lab is amazing so it was like a former school that was renovated yes yes so i always get it mixed up yeah. um it used to be uh new hall school it was either the middle school or okay. the elementary school um but yes it used to be a school many many years ago um it's incredible we get some people from the community that kind of just like stroll in especially now that we have the cafe there they stroll in want to buy a cup of coffee um, <laughs> rolling my eyes here um, <laughs> they stroll in and want to buy a cup of coffee but they tell their stories mm -hmm. about how they used to go to school in that building um and to see it transformed into it's what beautiful. it is now thank you thank you i mean it's... the the uh i mean oftentimes those kind of programs get this stigma that it's like leftover equipment or it's in a mm. dingy place this place is like state-of-the-art i mean you. the equipment the 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 desk the the Everything, the, the details um, that were put in to make that place what it is, is just amazing. And it just being there inspires business, which I should be the goal. Absolutely. You know? I, I love hearing it. We were talking before about how it's so easy to get caught up in negativity mm. and negative, um, you know, negative press is yeah. like what sells clicks. Yeah. But like hearing about this kind of empowering opportunity that you can take people from the idea and the dream to yeah. deployment. They're, they're starting really starting their own business taking that idea and making it real i mean that's incredible work and i can see how i mean how could you not want to follow your dream if that's what you wanted to do and help other people and really like literally change lives and you just love to hear it and i think especially here in connecticut it's so easy to get caught up in the negative press yes. about what, what what the state yeah. isn't doing yeah. for us and it's like i feel like there's a lot of great things so happening so many people that mm -hmm. have no idea what all you know all these initiatives that are out there so it's so great to hear that uh -huh. so you. um how can folks learn more or sign up or be become part of this amazing place yeah so um anyone can reach out directly to me um jakiva morgan j morgan at concorp.com that's c-o-n-n-c-o-r-p i'm sorry not dot com dot org dot o-r-g um or visit our website um it's lab l-a-b at concorp.com um, not the lab but just lab at concorp.com and on the website we have a full write-up of our story and how we came to be kind of a more detailed version of what I talked about. Um, learn more about the Academy and even sign up for the Entrepreneurship Academy. Hear about some of the testimonials from the first cohort graduates, um, some of the QU students. And I'm in the process of uploading um, the commercials that the cohort graduates um, recorded. So... Yeah, you can visit our website to learn a little bit more. Awesome. I mean, I'm proud of you. I know your parents are. Thank you. Um, living in your purpose, helping others. Um, I mean, this is a tremendous responsibility, but uh, sounds like you're doing an amazing job over there. Thank you. Thank you. Keep up the great work. Thank you. I look forward to coming back. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> want to have you back after yeah. that session. We yeah. had people... As soon as you walked in the door, there was someone there waiting to talk to you, <laughs> waiting to talk to you and show you their product. Um, so, and we still have people asking when you will be coming back. So, well, I will be back. We'll, we'll continue that, and uh, I'd love to be a supporter of that program. It's so great. Absolutely, thank you. All right, well, thank you, Jakiva. Thanks for being on Mission Control. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. All right, everybody, thank you for listening to this episode of Mission Control. Until next time, this is your host, Ramon Peralta, with Peralta Design and We Launch Brands.